you're up early. Good for you. And welcome to the Pre-W Smith Show on 760 WJR. All right. Good morning. Thanks for joining us on the Pre-W Smith Show. Mark, great game last night in the NFL. Boy, Josh Allen and the Bills beating the Rams, the Super Bowl champions, and big football weekend ahead. And football is back. Okay, we've got our sports guru joining us today, Michael Spath. Michael, college football is in full swing now. We've had a chance to see Michigan and Michigan State each play a game, and we're excited to see them play again this weekend, of course. And then there's the Lions. Lots of excitement. What do we really have with this team? We're about to find out. Michael, let's start with the college teams. What should we be looking for this weekend? So, Jeff, it's really interesting because this weekend, Michigan plays Hawaii and is a 50-point favorite, which... I have been covering Michigan football to some extent for 20 years and been a fan for, you know, 35 years. And I can never remember Michigan being a 50 point favorite. In fact, I asked a couple old timers if they can ever remember it. And and they all say, no, the same time Michigan state is playing Akron. And so here we are in week two of the college football season. And we're already looking at a slate of games where there's not that many intriguing possibilities. Last weekend, we had Notre Dame versus Ohio State. We also had Oregon versus Georgia. This weekend, just just not those marquee matchups. And, you know, last week they announced, college football announced that they were expanding the playoffs from four teams to 12 teams. At least by 2026, it could potentially come earlier, 2023 or 2024. And there's been this huge argument that this will dilute the regular season, that you know, the, the idea that every week matters, every game matters, and now you can afford a loss, you can afford two losses, maybe you can afford three losses during a regular season and still make the playoff. But I look at it completely a different way. If it roots out weekends like this, if it roots out the matchups where Michigan is playing an overwhelmed Hawaii team, where Michigan State is playing a Mid-American Conference team in Akron, if it roots those type of games out, Because now a program like Michigan, a program like Michigan State, knows that they can schedule better non-conference opponents. And if they lose to a Notre Dame, they lose to a Texas, they lose to, you know, whoever, Clemson, that it doesn't necessarily knock them out of the playoff conversation. This is going to be a benefit for the fans, in my opinion, a benefit for paying season ticket holders, in my opinion, and a benefit to the TV networks like Fox, NBC, and CBS, which have just signed this $8 billion deal with the Big Ten to take over their media rights here in a year from now. So I think the addition of eight more teams to the playoff is certainly going to help us avoid weekends like we have upcoming. So, Michael, give us your insider's perspective on what you think we ought to be paying close attention to this weekend with respect to Michigan and Michigan State. Best case, worst case for each of these teams coming off of what they had in week one for Michigan best case scenario against Hawaii is honestly, is this JJ McCarthy, Cade McNamara quarterback battle just gets decided after Cade McNamara didn't look very good against Colorado state in week one, the opportunity, the door is there for JJ McCarthy, the sophomore phenom to walk through it. If he has a great game against Hawaii as the starter in week two, then maybe we can just be done with this back and forth between the two quarterbacks. He gets named the starter the rest of the season. Cade McNamara is the backup. And boy, what a luxury it would be for Michigan football to say that Cade McNamara, a Big Ten champion, a guy that led Michigan to a victory over Ohio State a year ago, is your backup quarterback. 
that does not happen in college football very often where so many of these guys jump into the transfer portal as soon as they lose a starting job. So that's best case for Michigan. Worst case is, is that there's still a debate after this week that uh, J.J. McCarthy either doesn't go out there and perform at a high level or Cade McNamara gets some time as a backup or just for whatever reason, Jim Harbaugh decides like he's going to drag this out another week or two weeks or three weeks. So that would be the worst-case scenario for Michigan looking at this game against Hawaii. For the fans, I guess the worst-case scenario is that by third quarter, we're so bored Michigan's winning 35-42-0 that we just fall asleep. You know, Michael, for Michigan fans who have waited a long time for Harbaugh to deliver a team like we had last year and what it appears we may have this year, I won't get bored at all watching Michigan run up a big score. What about the Spartans this weekend? So, Jeff, for Michigan State coming off of its victory over Western Michigan and now playing another Mid-American Conference opponent, their best-case scenario was to get the offense into gear. They had a nice performance by Jalen Berger, their transfer from Wisconsin, a great performance from Jacoby Winman, a defensive end that had four sacks last week and another transfer from UNLV. And goodness, man, Mel Tucker is the transfer portal king, the way that he has used the portal over the last two years. But Peyton Thorne, their starting quarterback, 12 of 24, 50%. Didn't look very sharp, and so for Michigan State, they want to get that all figured out because they actually do have a good matchup looming in Week 3 against Washington out in Seattle, and so they've got to get their offense trending in the right direction before that big matchup with the Huskies. And then there's the Lions, Michael. So the Detroit Lions this weekend opening up the 2022 football season. A lot of excitement about the Detroit Lions this year. They're hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. Jared Goff, the excitement for him is palpable. This offense, this offensive line, well, now this offensive line is banged up. The Lions are going to be missing their starting right guard. Talk about moving uh, Pine Subul over from right tackle to right guard. There's also this idea that Frank Ragnall, their starting center, could miss the game with a groin injury. And so here you have all this excitement, and a lot of it is about the potential of the offensive line and the ground game for the Detroit Lions. And now you've got one starter out, potentially two starters out, for this first game against Philadelphia. So best case scenario is that Frank Ragnow plays and the Lions just, the offensive line, they they insert Matt Nelson at uh, right tackle and everything just looks good. They go out there, they're able to run the football. Jared Goff looks like the quarterback that he was in the final eight games of the 2021 season. And the Detroit Lions do something that they don't do very often and get a win in their very first game. So Jeff, it could be a really fun weekend It's always a fun weekend when you've got college football and now the NFL starting and, you know, look forward to it as always. A couple of blowout games coming for Michigan and Michigan State and then a really intriguing matchup with the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday for the Detroit Lions. All right, go blue, go green, go Lions. Michael Spath, thanks as always, will be fun indeed. All right, we're headed to a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 